Welcome, everybody, to the Blockbuster Mentality. I'm your host, Ben. Today, we have a special guest, probably only important to people from Michigan or hockey fans, uh, but uh, this was just a treat for me to speak with Darren McCarty. Uh, he played for the Detroit Red Wings for the NHL. That's hockey. Uh, for those who don't know, but we did talk Kill Bill for you movie fans. Uh, so, uh, yeah, definitely uh, listen either way. You'll hear Kill Bill stuff. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah, we got cut off a little early because his battery died, but uh, it was still a lot of fun talking with him. And I uh, can't wait uh, for you guys to hear and can't wait to talk to him again. So. All right, folks, well, here is my... Oh, actually, uh, follow us on Instagram at uh, Blockbuster Mentality, Twitter at BlockbusterCast. Go to BlockbusterMentality.com. All those places you can find the latest uh, episodes and uh, news on Blockbuster Mentality. All right, folks. Well, here's my conversation with Darren McCarty. Uh, any any big fighters tonight? WWE, so or wrestlers, I should say. RK Bro, the Randy Orton, the Riddles, the W, all the WWE stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, just if you're into that adult, adult story storytelling coming through town, so I'm big. I'm a big wrestling fan. I love all wrestling. Yeah, that's a uh, yeah. I um, for some reason, yeah, I never got into that. Like I, yeah, I, I love. The, I don't know if you've seen it, the the movie, The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke. Like I love that movie. Um, but uh, I never got into wrestling uh, for some reason. Uh, I think my parents, first of all, didn't let me watch it when I was little, and then yeah, just never, <laughs> never, well, then, never. Then, then that ex- you know. I always yeah. say it's not right or wrong. Just tell me why, and that explains the why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, I mean, I could. I, I I love the you know whole entertainment aspect of it, and you know all that. Like now, ever since seeing the wrestler, and you know whenever that came out, like I've I've appreciated it. I just yeah, I just never I, delved into no, it. I mean. It's, Different strokes for different folks, right? Exactly, exactly. And yeah, I, I no, that's awesome. It's awesome that uh, are they always in Detroit, or is this uh, like a know. special event? Or no, so so the WWE, which is the billion dollar promotion that just had WrestleMania every Monday, they have a USA Network show called Monday Night Raw. That's across the world or whatever and they switch towns and it just so happens like probably every four months they're in Detroit with one of their shows so this was one of the days so okay gotcha so uh, this is a special it's not here all the time now there's other independent wrestling there's all different levels of wrestling and different independents that run you know every every other week or whatever like that so but this is the top of the food chain. This is the professional, the highest of the highs, the you know, the WrestleMania, the Hulk Hogan's, all that stuff. Are you into the uh, the new AEW at all? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, every all wrestling. 
Yeah, just everything. Um, yeah. Every, every, I don't see somebody asked me a question. What do I, what do I choose? A W W E. And I told him, I said, why do I have to choose? I choose, yeah. I choose to be entertained. Right. I don't like it. I don't care what. It's not because I don't have brand alliance. I have, I have content and storyline alliance. It's almost like I'm, it's like my movies or my TV shows or whatever. I, I gotta be invested, whether it's real or whether it's not. No, I don't uh, care. If I don't like it, I ain't watching it. I'll, I'll turn off. I'll turn off anything I don't like. Is uh. I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm, uh, you know, obviously grew up in Detroit. I live in Tampa now. Uh, it w- was wrestling Clear a big wa- thing. Clearwater's my uh, my safe place. That's where I got sober. I lived down there for like between 2012, 2018. I know the area really well. Oh wow! I wish I knew that. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm right here in uh, Palm Harbor. You know Palm Harbor? Oh yeah, real well. So yeah. Uh, yeah, we lived in Island Way for a while, and then uh, we had uh, my wife's family had a house um, in one of the suburbs in, up in uh, Port Richie. So, oh wow, uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very familiar with. with Look at that small small world. We got people. You know, we're both you know familiar with Detroit, familiar with. This I think we're best friends now is what I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna take from this that we're best friends now. Well, how you take from this, I don't care. You know, I just know that I'm best friends with Darren McCarty now. Um, <laughs> now you're thinking like Darren McCarty. <laughs> it's, I love it, man. Do you do you still get down here at all, or? You know, I'm so busy with yeah the, uh, with cannabis, but I you know what I think I'm. I'm supposed to be coming down in a few weeks, but my schedule always changes. I've been trying to get down there for fucking yeah. six months. Don't 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 worry. I'm not gonna say, "Hey, come visit me." You know, don't, I'm not that. I'm not that fucking creep. You know. Um. <laughs> no, I tell you, coming. I'll be saying, "Meet me at Jimmy Hula's." Ooh, now we talking. Beach. In so, Clearwater, you ever been to Jimmy Hula's? Yeah, I have. I have. Oh man, it's like, that's small, like s- small world. What? Uh, yep. What? What has kept you uh, in Detroit? I mean, obviously you played there for years and everything, but I know you're uh, from from Canada. But like, why? Why? Yeah, why stay in here, Detroit? Where I'm from is right across the border, so this outside Windsor. So I've lived over here since '92 and never went home. Okay. So yeah, I mean that. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm American. I'm I'm can American. I can American. You know, I'm just, I'm you know resident alien, whatever. Like that's what keeps me here. Is I'm a band. I do comedy. I'm a cannabis brand. I have a WJR show Friday nights. I do Woodward Sports Network eleven to one daily. Um, so between that, the, the stuff I do with the Wings. Uh, all the independent, the wrestling stuff that I do. So I'm busy. Yeah. But it's all good. I'm, I, but I, everything I do is following a passion. Yeah. You know, Chris, Jer- Chris Jericho sort of wrote the template of this, and I'm fortunate enough to be able to call him a friend, and he gives me good advice on different things. You know, so, so it's really uh, cool that aspect. He's a he's a Tampa guy, isn't he? Yeah, 
Yeah. I uh my buddy my buddy yeah keeps asking me to to get him on the show and I I keep uh I, I I would like to. Like I said, I'm not really into wrestling, but I'm I appreciate it and No, but he's yeah. such a you know, forget the wrestling, dude. Like you're talking movies and stuff like this. He's such a savant on on passions and all this stuff. Um, big into horror and uh, you know, just he's uh he's such a you know, he, he's the one, you know, he's as far as challenging or questioning, you know, the why of everything. And it's okay to question the why, right? Because, and it's, and like, he's, right. you know, and it's about, so you find out that, you know, it's all about the team, which team, you know, different teams around you, like the same team, you're, you know, inner circle and stuff like that. And, allowing him to be the best him to follow his passion so that I'm just trying to, you know, implement things like that. You know, the reason how we get connected is, you know, obviously you went through the right avenues. You got to Nick. So that's sort of like, you know, everything that is going on up here. My, my whole thing, because my number, my main focus is my cannabis brand and the CBD and the CBN, for pain and for sleep and stuff like that. And, you know, my goal is to be able to have the brand everywhere. Yeah. Florida. I am um, like so big and stripes. I I'm, I'm curious, you know, obviously you said you, you got down here, got sober. So I assume sober, like from alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I haven't had, yeah. uh, so November 11, 2015 is my sobriety. Nice. Um, yeah, and it took me, you know, I mean, four rehabs, million dollars worth of therapy, all this stuff. The beauty of the plan, that's why the plant saved my life. So I owe allegiance to the plant. I'll protect it just like I did my, people saw me protect my Redwood brothers. So yeah. This is more important because this is life or death. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah. You know, it's I, just the education, you know, a lot of it is the education the lack of the, you know, the truth, you know, the being right. lied to having, an, you know, because the, the question that I ask is, do you know you have an option? You tell me yes, and we move on. Right. You say no, then I, then I say, then I explain to you so that you know you have an option because I come from a place where I didn't know I had an option. I didn't think there was a way out. I'm lucky enough. Got and, a different uh, plans. I, uh, I promise I'll, get to the movie you know because i'm a oh, movie good, podcast bro. we can talk about whatever you want bro. okay cool about uh well my thing yeah, is it's uh your, hey it's your it's your uh, podcast <laughs> it's my world <laughs> it's my world you're just living in it um well, see, there you go <laughs> um well yeah my thing is yeah i mean like did you have a vice where alcohol made you more like okay i can be more sociable now and you know, I, you know, can no, talk to was, people like, better or was, was that not no, your no, thing? My, or? Mine was, mine was more of sleep. Okay. So I couldn't, I, gotcha. I couldn't shut it down. I'd be so wired and stuff like this. Then having the alcoholic gene and run through the family doesn't help. And the whole thing is like, dude, do, do you whatever you want, but it's when you can't get off the, that roller coaster ride or that, tilt a world or whatever the hell it is 
You know what I mean? It's when you want to get off, you can't. That's 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 the problem. Yeah. And that's when you want to change. You know, like no, like do you, man? Like if you can drink and you can do that and party and do that and and keep the balance, then do it. If you can't, you know, then then there's sort of options, and you know, I'm grateful. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I've always struggled with yeah, just like social anxiety, and it's been well. There's like, a, yeah, there's different know. things too. So so yeah. you know the plant can the plant can help with that too, you know because of the anxiety and stuff, and even the CBDs. So for me, being an insomniac, the CBN in the plant, which is a which is the sedative of the plant, so your your body naturally, you know, your your sleep, you get deep sleep, you get REM sleep. And you don't need as much of it, and it's just allowing your body to recharge. It's almost like plugging in a Tesla. Yeah. You know? Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and then it's my it's my job. It's my job, my responsibility, to be as educated so that when the fucktards try to come at or whatever, they know. See, they already know not to come my way because they're in for a fight. I'm either here to answer your question or I'm here to fight you to the death about the plan so i mean you know why would you want to take that battle on and then that's sort of you know leading by example and allowing it's not about the person that knows it's about the person that doesn't know or has questions that feel to feel safe to explore their options without any you know without any anybody's you know uh, judging them or whatever else because yeah. at, no, at the end of the day, you know what? When, everybody, when you can, the biggest difference, I tell everybody, and, and I just go by my experience and what I've learned is what, when you can master the fact, and I've come full circle on this from the opposite end, from having FOMO and, you know, everything like that is when, when, when anybody else thinks about you, it's none of your business. You know what? When you can own that, really not care you know you hope something so because you'll change you'll change if the people that you respect or whatever if if you do something wrong we're human beings but other than that you know do do you and i i was i have that deep compassion for people who are true to themselves i mean even if you're an asshole you know you're an asshole okay i I, I can respect that i don't have to like you but i can respect it i like that you you said what they think of you is none of your business. Is that what you said? No. Yeah. What yeah. That's, I love that. Business? Yeah. Yeah. It's like what, you know, they think that of me. What, yeah, is it, what does it matter at the end of the day? You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like you got to live with you. There's another thing that I always say that I found out is that, you know, it's at the, no matter what, do not lie to the person in the mirror. If you can be honest with that person, no matter how, shameful it is and then that's a whole another one about shame is just uh that's you know that's that's shame is useless because that was the biggest thing that i fought you know for my and and is the shame of supposed to be everything that everybody else wants you to be when you don't know who you are yourself so you know like that segues into kill bill (laughs) yeah (laughs) because if you read the opening line of my book that I wrote down 10 years ago called my last fight. True story of a hockey rock star. It starts out with my life is like a Tarantino movie. 
Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's fast forward. Sometimes it's reverse, but it's always entertaining. <laughs> it's, always it's always entertaining. There's always something. I there's love characters, that. There's, there's, I mean, it's, it's, that's, I have always connected with the eccentricness of Quentin Tarantino because how he tells his story really I can relate to. Like I follow it. You know, I've never had a problem even from Reservoir Dogs and and it's the dialogue also. Right? Like I'll sit there and I'll listen to Leo DiCaprio. You know, like the dot because the dialogue he takes because he takes uncomfortable offensive things and he puts it in context. Right, you know, from from even all those other movies and Glorious Bastards, when you're talking about the the Jew Bear and right. stuff like this, but you know, like like that's why, and and you know, for me, I can pick, you know, a lot a lot of his movies that I love in Pulp Fiction and and all this, but Kill Bill to me, because he understands that it's it's I love. The fact that Beatrice is a female, like that the ant- that the hero to the story is, because usually you get it the opposite way, where it's all dudes and the dudes are fighting and whatever. Yes. But it just it brought, and that's what made the violence so much more awesome, right? Especially like the Vivica Fox fight and and just everything the the crazy eight the the crazy eighty eights and the and, yeah. and just the the the, the like the see like. The over-the-top old kung fu, the way that he just blends the spaghetti westerns with... Yeah. Because here's the thing, which correlates to what we're talking about wrestling. It's the storyline. The stories are so good. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, yeah, it's... Even uh, the, you know, like, it's, it's the uncomfortableness of, yeah, we're going to start this movie out... Um, you know, not only with the the horrific, uh, we're gonna like murder or put in a deep coma. You know, uh, a pregnant woman on her wedding day, but we're also gonna have a fucking <laughs> uh, hospital dude, uh, yeah, sell the truckers uh, the coma broads to fuck them and right. You, you know, like I mean, the, the, here's the thing. You know, you don't think about that because it's like that. But that's like if it's out there, that shit goes on. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like well, that's the thing that that Quentin's not a he's unapologetic, and he, I love him for it. Is that because his story? Because the context of the stories matter, right? It's just not out of context to to where the story is. Well, you know well I, yeah, and. and I think that that's what hooked, hooked you in is just what a badass Beatrice was from day one and never because what he does is he doesn't play the victim. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, like and the victim, the victim plays real life and okay, so you're the victim. So now what are you going to do about it? Right. You know what I'm saying? No one gives a shit. Everybody's I, got problems. I love how you bring you know out, yeah, saying? that it's... And, and, and I guess for me, I got a little bit of a revenge thing in, in me because of you know the Lemieux thing. But I appreciate I you know the old school old testament. Oh, we're we're going to talk about that, by the way. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, you are you uh, wrapping up a body right now? Oh, okay. You're. Uh, <laughs> so I saw you bite. Uh, <laughs> I saw you biting tape, and I'm like, uh, okay, this is a uh, murder scene. Uh, are you there? 
Yep. Yep. All right. See, I can do that because we're best friends. That's right. So, I mean, you know, I, I, mean, uh, just like I know best friends just I, chopping it up about stuff. Give me one second. Yeah. All right. All right. He's Where home. He's Where home. He's home. He's, he's home. Ooh, he's even got a poster of himself in That's his a, house. That, I got that for my 30th birthday. Well, it's a six foot, six foot tall. And that's when we won the cup in 97 and I jumped in the penalty box on the glass. Uh, the guy, the guy in the yellow behind it is actually my neighbor. So, well, I, uh, I, I, I don't know if I should call you Mac, Darren, you can call me whatever you want. Call me Mac. Mac, Mac. I, uh, I don't want to flatter you too much, but give me my flowers. I've had this. Since about yeah. uh, when I was 12 years old, this is the jersey I wanted, um, and uh, yeah, you've uh, you've been my favorite favorite player. Uh, I I got it signed by you did. not you, unfortunately. Okay, uh, well, well we'll have to remedy that. Yes, for sure. Uh, right here we got uh, Joey Coser. It's a good got one. Yeah, uh, right here, Aaron Ward. Wardo, uh, yep. And then I got nacho cheese stains on it still. And then uh, on the back. Oh, uh, that's, then it's authentic, bro. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Kirk Malpy. Kirk Malpy oh, right the there. So <laughs> are you uh, are you still in contact with any of those boys? Yeah, all of them. All of them. All of You're- them. I see Joey the most. Yeah. Malt still works for the team. Joey's the president of the uh, president of the uh, alumni team. Um, see drapes uh, all the time, but all of us are on a, on a text thread and yeah. do a bunch of stuff with the wings and stuff. So we see each other. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. So yeah, just wanted wanted to show you that I was uh, I was the only kid in school who had the McCarty jersey. So you, <laughs> well, know, you know what? You've I, had common sense all your life, bro. I don't have exa- to worry about you, right? Right? That's yeah. It. Hey, that's so, it. I'm just working on the rest of it. <laughs> that's what I'm talking. So yeah, we'll we'll intersperse hockey talk with Kill Bill talk. But uh, I love what you said about the female thing. So like, bef- this is before woke culture uh i want to hear your thoughts on woke woke culture a little bit what uh are are people too sensitive nowadays are in my, you know, in my opinion yeah when yes. i grew up i was raised differently yeah you know what i'm saying so it's it's principle it's a see here's the one thing i carry around accountability i hold people accountable because i hold myself accountable now so there's a lot of different things that old behavior <coughs> doesn't it may, maybe I've done it before or whatever else, but it's not the person that I am now. So I lead by example and I hold people around me very accountable. Cancel call, you know, um, yeah, society's soft. I mean, it's, it, it's the way it is. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, <laughs> point the finger instead of pulling the thumb and looking to see what your part is. It's everybody wants to blame everybody else. And I, I just think it is too sensitive. I think it's some of the things that 
by the men and women I was raised by who are no longer around are happy they're not around. Yeah. But it is what it is because here's the one thing. I call it like I see it. I'm most grateful for the millennial generation for bringing transparency of everything. That's why I'm alive because of the cannabis. Now they don't care what it is. It's got to be out in the open. And that's what, you know, technology, the fact that we're doing this zoom right now, the fact that the connection, not only to each other, but information can't be hid because people are looking. So it's all about, you know, the, I just want the truth and I want everybody to be happy and live their best life and, Treat everybody with respect and do you. If I'm not yeah. doing it, then please do what you're going to do that I'm not doing twice as far away from me. Like I said before, I'm not here. I'm here to fight or answer your question. Yeah. And, I, and the hardest thing, the hardest thing, but, but I, that I had to realize is I can't want it more than somebody else. And that's not being selfish, but you got to do the work. And, and I can give you advice, but I got my own stuff to work on. But when I realized somebody told me something very poignant, you, when all the time you're spending focusing on somebody that you want to get it, that can't, you're ignoring the person behind you that is waving that they need your help and they want the answer. So that's where I'm very cut and dry on a yeah. lot of things. And so yeah. that, that's just the, just the way that, that it has to be because that's where I am now. So it's right. life, life's a journey, bro. The, the, the destination's an oasis and it's just enjoy the journey, the moments. So like these conversations. Yeah. A hundred percent agree. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. In, in, enjoy, you know, what, what we have now and yeah, just enjoy uh, what you enjoy. Yeah. Follow your passion, man. There's nothing like, yeah. I don't care if I like it or not, but I can see if I see somebody passionate about something because I know what it's like to be passionate and I know what, what it's like to, to follow your dreams and manifest your own reality. And I encourage everybody else to do it. The problem is to answer your question with the way that society is and how soft it is, it promote it doesn't promote hard work. Well, right? I, it doesn't uh, nurture hard work. I've always it nurtures uh, the easy way out. I've always like ain't about the easy way out. So you know, and, and yeah. it's, it's it's disappointing to me, just because the whole world went through something and COVID together. Yeah, and yet you, we still can't figure it out. Right. That's yeah, just sad. Still. It just makes me sad. I know it's so like we, we still are so divided. So, so and, here's the thing. I just try to control my world. Well, you know, like you said, is that in, even in my to, world and the people, so that's to, all you can do to bring up, you know, just the type of person you are. I mean, I just remember you always being the last person on the ice and warm ups, giving pucks to kids. Like you were always just yeah. there for people. I always and, remember what it's like to be 12 years old. You go yeah. to a game. Yeah. baseball hockey whatever all you want is a puck or a ball or whatever like that so i always remember that and i think i gave out minimum 25 pucks each one yeah yeah but that was and my thing and that was a connection and to this day that's why the power of the people no matter who it is right that like i'm i'm a battery and the people are my power you know that have stood behind me in the you know i call it the wing wheel nation you know, that that's look at everywhere. Now you're all grown up. 
got my jersey and stuff like this, but but we've you know grown up together, experienced you know part of the journeys that they're intertwined. And look, and we're having this conversation with what you know something that you're passionate about now. That's right. what that's that's what I love is yeah. you know, making these connections and then filling in the blanks about. You know, well, you know, you show me you have your jersey, my jersey. You, should, you know, you tell me you got nacho cheese stains on it. I'm like, yeah, you should. I mean, it's like if you were old enough, it should have beer stains on it. But you know what I mean? It's like because that's, you know, part of who you are. And to be a part of that, I think that that, that the connections, the connections is important, so important to me to make people realize how, how much more alike we are and connected we are in certain ways. And if we can lead by example, doing little things like what we enjoy, you know, yeah. you ask me a question, you're, we're talking about something that I'm passionate about that, you know, that means a lot to me, even, even more so. And I think, think everybody's got either TV, movies, comic books, you know, we were talking wrestling earlier, you know, there's so many different things that like, we like music's the same way, you know, yeah. the, the, and it, and there's a connection you know, to a lot of things. And I just love people who want to share that and want to learn, you know, learn things. They don't, I, I love learning. I love learning things. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, afraid, I, I'm not afraid, afraid to try anything. And I just want, yeah, just anyone. Yeah. Just listening. Like you can like, again, this has come full circle to me. Like I, you know, I never thought I would be speaking to you and here, here I am speaking to you because I started something I was passionate about and you just, by, I mean, you're leading by example, bro. Yeah. I'm, that's that's I, all you can do. I mean, yeah, it's uh, enough to bring me to tears. I won't do that uh, right yet, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, Qu Quentin, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, I know you, you, you mentioned earlier, uh, but why, why, why kill Bill out of all the t Tarantino movies? Did you pick? Uh, to discuss uh i just think that the way yeah a lot has to do with the the heroine instead of a hero right the way that it sort of changed and and sort of took the that's gruesome and and bloody and as violent and as revengeful because because i i think the connection is is that revenge Sort of like what I with Lemieux, it like it doesn't it doesn't have it's not just men that seek it, right? Know, or women or di for different, you know. I, I just I I really love the story and I loved see I love the characters, all his characters, you know. Like I, I'm a huge I'm a huge like B actor guy like 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 Tom Sizemore, Michael Mads, those guys. Yeah. Yes. You know, like I'm a huge Michael Madsen mark, you know, yeah. like stuff like that. Daryl Hannah, you know, what they did, just the way like the fight scenes, how they were all so violent, but so different, you know, and I love that. I love that. Like I said, that old Kung Fu, that old Kung, that old Kung Fu stuff or whatever it is. I love that stuff, you know, so yeah. especially when the story makes sense. And I think just the way, that the story was narrated like I, I'll, I'll throw on i mean i'll just throw on like like fight clips or 
just the way that the story is woven. And, and I think that it's one of those ones that you can watch over and over again because there's something new each time. There's something yeah. you pick out that you miss because there's so much. Right. And I think that yeah. I think that goes for all Tarantino movies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because this one starts off with, yeah, just a, you know, black and white oh. shot of a bride getting shot in the head. like A pregnant bride. Just, or a pregnant Not bride. A, no, no. So, like, I mean, he pushes when you're talking soft culture or whatever before or whatever. But, I mean, because there wasn't. I don't know what year did that come out? Uh, two thousand three was volume one, two thousand four, so, volume two. Right, so he, he considers ago, it as almost. one movie. Right, yep. so twenty years ago, almost right, and yep. and when it came out, it was still acceptable. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so what has changed? Yeah. It's. <laughs> I'm just saying uh, that that yeah. I, I didn't it didn't make me want to go out there and murder a pregnant bride. Right. Yeah, but exactly. It, but it gave like, me the story of, of revenge and then how they did it. Because how they showed and the best part too, we don't know her name. We don't know her yes, name. Right. She's yeah. buried alive. Because that and doesn't matter. All these creatures her, she gets banged in a coma. Yes. Because that I doesn't mean? like the, it, it doesn't matter. He goes over the Every movie he'll go so over the top. It's almost like Family Guy, who when they, they just keep the joke going and keep it going, or the commercial, you know, you like move on and it, and they do it on purpose where they just <laughs> yeah. hold it. Right? He's yep. like, he's like, you think that's the end? <laughs> Boom! Let me throw another. Here's some yeah. ketchup. Oh, and some mustard. Oh, we need some sprinkles. Everybody <laughs> loves chocolate sprinkles. Chocolate sprinkles. You know what I'm saying? Like. He don't care. Right. And, and here's the thing. It might be off. I don't know if he's like a, a offensive to something, whatever like that. But if in the whole context of it, it goes along. You know, you look at Pulp Fiction. You know, I mean, one of the most like Marcellus Wallace, you know, with the hillbillies at the pawn shop. You know, uh, where Butch has to save him so With he can, you know, get whatever like that. But, you know, like, but it served, it served his purpose. I guess it was just to get the lines. We're going to get some brothers and get some blowtorches and go to work, you know? Like, right. Yeah. yeah like, it, the, you, like we were mentioning Glorious Bastards. So I think that just the way that it tied it in and made it, I don't know. It's just so complex the Uma Thurman character of resilience and just like, I mean, it's almost like it's it's the 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 realism. I mean, <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't want to sound like I know that that it's not real. And when the you know the massacre scene with the crazy eighty eights, that's yes. the, you know outrageous. <laughs> but that's the way it's supposed to be. But all the other storylines with all the other girls. With right. All, and then, you know, eventually with, you know, Caradine and stuff like that. Like it all, I'm a wrestling guy. Storylines is my thing. Tarantino yeah. storylines are always spot on. Well, and that's what, you know, kind of how I go back to woke culture. Like, 
it's a it's a movie about a, a woman just getting revenge, and the, the revenge is on women. It's on men. Whereas today, I feel like if the movie came out, it would be oh, this is women against men. Like you know, it's a, obviously the movie's called Kill Bill, which is a man, but you know she's she's not only yeah, getting the, the revenge but is she on not hit justified. Oh, absolutely! She's just justified. You know, she's uh, <laughs> try, and, and I love so, that line so from I love that line from Michael Madsen where you know he he says I think in both parts or whatever I count them as one movie. Um, you know, uh, she deserves revenge. We deserve to die. You know, and yeah. that's he knows, and he's right. Like she deserves her revenge, and we deserve to die. And, yep. you know, it's just so beautiful. And Michael Madsen is just so, ah, so precise in, you know, what he does. And, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, they, like, so there's so many things, right, that the character developed, you know, all of the different characters. You know, from from the, the characters that don't even have lines, they're in the background. You know what I mean? Like, to, yeah. to just the, the realism of, I mean, the pussy wagon. Yes. I mean, come on, man. That, right. I mean, it's just like, that's, to me, that's that, like, it's that those black exploitation films crossed with spaghetti westerns, crossed with kung fu movies, yep. crossed, you know, but crossed with the believable story or yes. based on historical story, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's there's so many genres, you know, mixed in here. And Tarantino is just a genius with what he does. I mean, even the you know, the soundtrack, you know, it's like Well, the well, soundtrack really <laughs> is the soul of all the movies. Yeah. It, you know, it, and, it, and you know, you go back to Reservoir Dogs and Yeah. And I mean just the way that he incorporates the mood like right yeah he's so unbelievable you know like it's his vision he's already had it played in his head and he's just bringing it out for us like it's i've never it's never like hey let's try this to me it's to, to me it's always like all right so he's gonna do this and then it's gonna do that and then it goes like this and then after that oh oh after that and he already knows the way right. it plays out now it could change a little bit but no that story's it's just, you know, he's narrating it as he goes. He knows every part. Like, you watch the behind, like, he knows everybody's lines. He knows everybody's role because he, because it's like a photo, photographic memory, but it's a creative photographic where he just right. spills it out and it's already there. Well, and that I love that, him. Like, he, he, he makes his actors, you know, basically come up with a backstory for their characters. And it's brilliant because it's, it's yeah. with the, with the, you know, Reservoir Dogs and the poker. I mean, the, the sitting around the table. Yeah. Giving guys the names and stuff like that and the backstories. And, like, I mean, the, the conversations are just. You yeah, can listen like, to any of his movies and just get into the conversation loops. Well, yeah. The, the so di good. dialogue is brilliant. Yeah. Like Reservoir Dogs talking about, you know, Madonna like a virgin. Like a virgin is about a guy with the big dick, you know. It's, uh, it's yeah, just uh, yeah. And, and I don't Tarant tip, man. I don't tip. Don't <laughs> I don't tip. 
Yeah, don't don't be mediocre. Tip. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I, I just love that. Like you said, the yeah. backstory of it, like the Steve Buscemi character, is just so convincing, <laughs> and he's such a dick. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, this I mean, Kill Bill. It's just an ultimate, you know, revenge story. I mean, yeah, and the deaths too, right? Yeah, like just the kills are always great. Well, because we the you first know, even, thing, even until the five finger at the end when the finale, but the snakes, the blind, yes. the blind, the cobras, <laughs> the blind eye, the blind right, you know, knock the other eye, like just different stuff. Like the fight scene in the house, in the er, in the uh, residence. You know, in the suburbia with Vivica Fox. I mean, it's just, you know, well, it's, it, it just, it's, to, it's, to the contrast of the white and the black versus the yellow and the fight scene, you know, I, I mean, uh, it's just crazy. I know. I love the, the different, you know, colors he uses. I know he had to use black and white because... Uh, the MPAA said he had to because otherwise it would be like rated NC-17. So like he had to tone down the blood, (laughs) you know, for this. And you can see why. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It it almost makes it better. Yeah, it makes it more stylistic. Yeah. You still, you don't lose the, you don't lose the graphic or you don't lose the vibe of what's going on. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah. And in volume one, it, at the same time, like we first see her killing, you know, Vivica, a, a Fox, but that's not the craziest fight. Like she actually no. kills, she kills Lucy Lou before she kills Vivica, a Fox. And, and that's the, snow the too. The, yeah. Right? The, the, the contrast of the snow, the white. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. The and I just read today that, uh, you know, uh, I forget, uh, Lucy Lou says something about like, it'll take you, you know, you don't have five minutes left worth of energy and like the actual movie goes five minutes from the time she says that to where she cuts her scalp off and it's exactly five minutes. Like <laughs> Tarantino. Oh, see, that's what I'm talking. See, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. He's so precise. Like, yeah. I, and then what I love about Tarantino is he loves movies. Like, yeah. and he references it. Like, he has, you know, when Bill, you know, we find out he's with Uma Thurman's daughter, you know, yeah. and uh, they're watching movies. And it's obviously a movie Tarantino probably grew up with. And it's just. But he always, and he always brings back the human side. Even yeah. to the most deadliest, biggest badasses, right? He'll 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 bring some sentiment to him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, because I mean, Bill. Yeah, I mean, he he has them do just like the the most human things, but yet you're intimidated. Like you have Bill. You know, this is Volume Two. Again, uh, Tarantino, by the way, includes Volume One and Two as one movie. So, so do I. Um, yeah, and yeah, me too. It's like, why wouldn't it be? Um, like, just him when when she gets to Bill finally, and you know, uh, they're with their daughter, and he's cutting the sandwiches, and he's slowly like licking off the mustard and mayonnaise from his, you know. L- you know his uh his thumb it's just like it's so meticulous and exact yeah. that it's just like 
it builds the tension, you know? It's like he's and he's cutting it. He's cutting the crust off of his daughter's sandwich with a huge ass knife like and it's just yeah, it just builds the tension like uh Tarantino's the man, all right? It, you buddy. know. <laughs> you and I agree. <laughs> it's just oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh I'm so glad you picked this movie cuz uh yeah, it's uh brilliant and then yeah daryl hannah's character with the one eye and you know when she has to <laughs> come back and fight uh the bride uma thurman and she gets her other eye taken out and and smashed it's just yeah there's just so much to to this movie it's just brilliant brilliant right. <laughs> um but uh all right we can talk about hockey now um <laughs> uh and, and i'm sorry it's already 12 21 I, I won't keep no, it too much good, later bro. yeah <laughs> um i did uh i mean do you have any other thoughts on uh kill bill i mean it's just uh i, did, I, I just think you know like there's something to it with the, with the way and and you have to you have to watch them as one but i think it takes a lot of all of his other movies and and what he did to them but th- this one like i said it it it's just a little bit different yeah right it's just a little bit different and, and i don't like i love you know that django and and glorious bastards and stuff like that because they're the same sort of, he uses the same recipe, but to yeah. this one, it just had every. In this, in Kill Bill, I was never, in in the Kill Bill series, I was never uncomfortable, right? And on the other right. ones, and the other movies, whether it was the cutoff of the year whether it was a homosexual scene, whether it was the language in Django, whether it was the the, the gruesome reality, uh, the Jew bear or what the, they did. This one I didn't, and, to, and that ties it back around to this one I, I didn't, I never felt bad about, you know, anything that happened. It was just a good movie. You know what I'm saying? Every every yeah. event, no matter who was going to get it, no matter how they were going to get it, even to the fact when she's getting buried alive and just what I, you know what I'm saying? Like it just right. had that, it had that superhero Tarantino heroine. You just, the more you learn about Beatrice and, and a lot too is what's her name. You know what I mean? It's just, to me, it just ties everything yeah. It ties everything that I love about Tarantino together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just, it, yeah, you can see his love of kung fu, like even as the callbacks when, you know, she's learning, you know, she's training with the, uh, je- your, uh, oh, yeah. Asian. Hey. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, wait, punching, wait, you hey. know, punching three inches, you know, ahead and, you know. 
Osta- <laughs> yeah. And he's constantly doing his beard, and they do like that quick uh, flash forward and slow motion. It's like <laughs> obviously he's taking references from old uh, kung fu movies. And I, I love that about him. I love that about Tarantino. He's a movie lover, and he includes things he loves in previous movies in his movies. You know, it's like, absolutely. Why not? You know? So yeah, it's just so great, and uh, yeah, so glad you 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 picked this one. Uh, before before we get going, I I mean again, you've uh, <laughs> uh, not to be too corny, but you've been a part of you've been a part of my life for a long time, Darren. Matt, How old are you now? Uh, I'm a uh, 33. Makes sense, it's, dude. Wheelhouse age. You're eight years old in 90, 97. Yeah, ninety. So. That's that's when I I I started loving sports. Uh, ninety six when you get when yeah we lost to uh, uh, Colorado. Col- yeah, Colorado in the fine in the uh, conference finals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, that's when I started loving sports. Uh, was was that moment, and then uh, and then yeah. Ever since then, I, I yeah, just uh, uh, that that's what 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 got me into it. Um, what 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 are your thoughts on hockey today? Like uh, you know, there's less enforcers. There's not much fighting. Like that. Let's let's be honest. It's it's uh, uh, it's all about account. Remember, I said accountability. There's none. You're accountable to your paycheck. And there's no accountability to each other. Um, it's not my game. It's, it's real different. Uh, my game size mattered. This game speed matters. But in saying that, the thing that bothers me, and it's not fighting and whatever else, it's the lack of respect that guys have for each other because they don't have to. And it's it's just different. Uh, it's entertaining. It's It's... You know, it's it's a world game now. So yeah, um, the Red Wings will be back. You know, Steve Eisenman will get them there, and it just takes time three or four more years probably. Uh, but we're on our way. But again, you know, I I can help everybody with my experience, and I think the mentality of the game and how to be a winner, uh, you know, champion, and, and different things that I've learned off the ice just to be a better professional I can help with as far as like the game itself, not my game, bro. So that's, you know, but <laughs> like I said before, I'm, I still involved with the Red Wings and, and different things like that, but I've, I'm here as to help these young guys um, any way that I can, but also too is the connection between the fans and the team. I mean, is that why you got into the game in the first place? Was it the physicality of it? Yeah, I no, I I, I love being a part of a team and the common goal, and I realized that you know I'm a protector, and I didn't mind doing that when it meant like here's the thing: if it's about me. I'll either self-destruct or I won't care. You know, you got to push me to a point. But if it's about somebody else, then I, you see how I react. I mean, it's just like, like that's just how I'm, you know, wired. So, 
Um, I grew up a Red Wing fan, and you know what? That was in the uh, yeah. I was going to ask late, that. Late, yeah. Late, I, yeah, I grew up a Red Wing fan, so I grew up during the Dead Wing age. But I, since Steve Eisman got there, and then Bob Prober and stuff, I, I always wanted to make to the NHL and play for the Red Wings, and you know, win a Stanley Cup and bring and and help those guys. I want to be Robin and Bob Pro or Robin and Bob Prober's Batman, and you know, so that, that, that's what I say is like manifest your reality. And if you're willing to, to work at it, it didn't come easy, but nothing worth worth doing does. You know, you got to work. And it's did what you, you put in to get out. Yeah. What, what you what did you put in to get out? Yeah. Did did you ever fight Bob Probert? I did when he was in Chicago. Okay. It wasn't much of a fight. It was sticking up for Stevie, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, you don't. Yeah, again, file that under thing under embrace the suck things you do that you don't want to do. I fought Joey so, Kosher too when he was with New York and he broke my helmet with a punch. Again, things you do because <clears throat> you don't want other people to do. So, I mean, what what is it? Are they are they just worried that concussions will happen and you know no, people I, get too it's hurt? The, like, the game it's gotten faster and and I don't. No, it's not concussions from fighting because you get concussions from hitting, you know, more so and stuff. So um, it's just the evolution of the game. They're going more, you know, to, to speed and trying to take, you know, that aspect out of the game. So I don't, I don't, you're asking the wrong guy. I am asking like, the no, only No, because guy. I don't care enough. I don't care enough. Uh, well, to even yeah. ask like that'd be an Eisenman question or a Draper question or something. That's just, you know, that's just me. You know what I'm saying? Like I had to, I had to come to a point to accept to be able to watch it that it wasn't my game and stuff. So I don't complain about it. What's the most pissed you ever got at Scotty Bowman? You get pissed at Scotty because he didn't give you power play time or 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 maybe you know your ice time or whatever. But here's the one thing is that you realized is that he's like the greatest chess player, Kasparov or Bobby Fischer. He's always five moves ahead of you. So when you realize that his his motivation is to collect Stanley Cup rings, you get in line and say, you know what? I guess you know if this. If it's my turn and and this is the benefit to, to winning, then you accepted it, and we all did. So it was uh, I. Uh, I'm fortunate because Scotty told me that I was his second favorite right winger ever to play for him next to Guy Lafleur. So I got that going for me. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's, that's a, a huge good one. compliment. That's wow. a good one. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what was your most? Uh, what What are you more satisfied with? Your game-winning goal in the '97 uh, playoff in the '97 Stanley Cup victory, the game-winning goal against Niemi. What Niemi? Was that his name? No, or Yanni Nina, a one-on-one scored the yeah. cup clinching goal. In so 97. the so that was that more satisfying, or your uh, fight with Claude, or your no, the, massacre I, against Claude? Well, that. It goes to the March 26th uh, Sweet Revenge game, but the caveat is I scored the overtime winner. So I got the revenge, that's... and I scored the winner. So that that's the fact that that 
right down at the end of that game, wing wheel nation everywhere, no matter how old you are, it was proverbial. It's going to be all right. Don't know what it means. It's going to be all right. Four cups later, but that's the one because historically, you know, it sort of got the ball rolling and, and, and led to the next. That's what I was hoping you would say, because, you know, you guys were going to win this, the cup anyway, when you scored that goal in the, in the final. You know, so it was like, you know, obviously it was great. You know, you got the game winner, but like the Claude Lemieux and well, you the, the scoring the overtime. Right? Yeah, but yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah. So absolutely. without Kill Bill 1, there's no Kill Bill 2. So without right. March 26, there's yes. no June 6. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and then a couple more real quick before I let you go. I'm, I'm so sorry for keeping you so long. No, you, um, you're, you're just going to have to beat the... Uh, I think I got three percent. So fire away! All right. Uh, thoughts on Sergey Fedorov? In love him, uh... love him. Should have his uh, jersey retired. He was just misunderstood. Sergey was more of a guy that looked around and was would be like, "Oh wow, look at all the talent in this room." You know, they don't need me. When it'd be like every time we said, "Hey, Serge, a uh, little help over here," he's like, "Oh, oh okay, guys." Yeah. awesome teammate awesome human being hopefully his number gets retired soon yeah i was uh thinking the same has anyone worn your number since yeah mike green Corey emerton oh yeah that's right okay. tara hiroshi's wearing it now uh sean avery what were your thoughts on him did you uh guide him i at all? I, I got you know i love sean avery uh, you know, it's just, I think that what happened to him is that is when you live with Brett Hall and Chris Chelios your first year, reality to, I guess, the way that the, 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 the you know, there's, there's a certain way things are done and Sean's always thought that his way was the best. So, I mean, we understand each other. We get along, but you know what? Sean Sean and you know he the thing is is that he's gonna say and he's gonna do whatever and he'll stand behind whatever he is so he'd be a great uh heel in wrestling <laughs> I bet <laughs> yeah he uh yeah he, he he was like the hope after you know the grind line and stuff like oh we got another enforcer and then yeah it was <laughs> um but uh but yeah I mean I I think the Red Wings got you know they're, they're they got a lot of good young players right now and I uh you know they're doing a lot better than they did you know uh the last couple of years and it's yeah it's slowly uh, but surely it's yeah exactly like I said, I'm I I've been here in Tampa. Iserman built up the Lightning, and uh, you know I I've been rooting for the Lightning unless they're playing the Red Wings. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm hoping Iserman can. He's uh, gonna do the same thing, bro. Yeah, I I hundred percent agree. So um, and then uh, any any thoughts? Shanahan is he is cool? He's president as I think of he Toronto. Is? He's that's their own, that's Toronto's only hope in ever winning. So yeah. Is he as is he as cool as I hope he is? Is he yeah. a knight? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Shan, we call him Shan Diggity. Yeah, okay. He's so cool. Let me yeah, go, he's Ben. A great, great right. teammate. Great. Great uh, mentor. Oh. Um. Just just a solid dude. Whatever happened to John Wharton? Not sure. Okay. Yeah, because you weren't you in his band or what? You guys were in no, a band. I, I have the band, bro. 
Okay, my bad. Yeah, All no, right. no, it's my band, and he was never near my band. Uh, okay, I will not. This is bad it. journalism. You don't like him. I said that's bad journalism. I know, but you don't like him. Let's just say that <laughs> I can we don't cut see whatever you want to. We don't okay. see eye to eye on some things. Gotcha. All right. And then one last thing. No, that's actually all. All right, cool. All right. Oh, no, you you coming back in 08. Yeah. Was amazing. You got, like, Again. I love that. Like, that was just amazing that you came back in 08. Like, I that was when I first moved to Florida, kind of, a couple years after I moved to Florida. And, like, you were back. And, like, we won the cup. And it was just like, oh, my God, this is just my... Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I, so I, maybe you could come back now and we could win again. Not a chance, bro. <laughs> not, are, are, not, not a chance. We're on to we're on to we're on to other things. Do you ever uh, skate around still? We're trying to we're trying to be the first athlete to win cannabis cups and Stanley Cups. So we're yeah. working on that. You you still skating around still? Do you ever play? We like, play alumni. Joy Coach uh, is the president. We play about ten games a year. So. Oh oh over 30 right you're no it's a it, it, yeah it's alumni so we do it for charity. Oh, oh, over 30 i'm i'm i'm, 50, I'm so i know. I know i was trying to be you know it was, it was a joke oh, you're, like, oh was, no no you got like no, i was, no, try, I was trying i was trying i was trying to be listen you, you know no, dude i need your help to say <laughs> that i'm 50 and i and announce it oh, out there that everybody who okay money, yeah that okay that makes more sense me money that i wouldn't make it to 50 <laughs> Tell them to pay up. You get a cut. You get twenty percent if you collect. Darren, before I, your your battery dies, I uh, it's been a dream come true talking to you. Like honestly, like dude, you. like I almost was brought to tears tonight. Like I uh, honestly, like again, I've had this jersey. You know, I've kept it for years. I wear it as my good luck charm, even in my fat ass self. Like when the ribbons are in bro. the playoffs, See, that's, so like. That- if if anything, if this podcast, if anything else to you and and everything that that that's that that is the motivation behind. I'm a I'm a battery. You guys are my power. You know what I mean. So just know that no matter good, bad, right, wrong, that that I see you. You know, yeah. it's the John Cena. Like I, I don't care. You, you see me. I see you. You know, and I appreciate it. And you know what? Like, that's the one thing is where I'm at in my life right now, you know, to to try to do my part and to make, you know, the, the people that that I don't even know until like today where we met or stuff like that. So if, if you're an example of how the people that I don't get to meet out there, but I want them to know also, too, that that DMAC loves you. Well, that was Darren McCarty, folks. His battery died. Um, it was just great talking with him. He's uh, been a uh, inspiration to me my basically my whole life, and um, uh, it was an honor to speak with Darren McCarty, uh, Detroit Red Wings alum, and uh, yeah, just uh, so glad I got to got to speak with him and. Uh, Sad his battery died, but uh, you get what he was he was trying to say. Uh, but uh, yeah, all right, folks. Well, that is it for me. Uh, follow us on Instagram at BlockbusterCast, Twitter at Blockbuster. Wait, no, 
Twitter at BlockbusterCast, Instagram at BlockbusterMentality, BlockbusterMentality.com is where you'll find the most recent uh, updates and episodes and all that. Uh, But uh, that is it for me, folks, for Darren McCarty. I'm Ben, and as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies. Mm-hmm.